Welcome to Marketing School, the only podcast that provides daily top-level marketing tips and strategies from entrepreneurs that practice what they preach and live what they teach. Let's start leveling up your marketing knowledge with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, we're going to talk about how to unstuck your marketing if your marketing is stuck. So if your marketing is stuck, in most cases, the reason it's stuck is you're doing the same old stuff that you've been doing for ages. And it's not that it doesn't produce results. It just doesn't produce as great results as it used to because there's more competition. Or the channels that you're focusing are diminishing. EX, you get a lot of traffic from Instagram and it did really well for you, but then their algorithm changed and now you just don't get the same reach. So what do you do when things are stuck? And we face this a lot, not just in the companies we consult with, but in our own businesses. This is natural. This is a normal part of marketing in which you feel like things are going great, it's climbing, but then eventually they plateau and sometimes decline and you got to figure out how to turn things around. It's not easy, but it definitely is doable. And the biggest thing you got to keep in mind is look at what you're doing that's been working for you, that's been slowing down and make like a grid. So imagine a grid, one with all the channels you're doing right now and testing and the other one with all the channels that you're not leveraging and you haven't been using. Now, the obvious thing is to go after the channels that you haven't been using and test them out and see what happens. But the biggest thing that we usually see the impact from is either A, adding new channels, but B, and this one's a bigger impact, it's actually taking the existing channels and what you've been doing, try doing a whole new strategy. So for example, if you've been blogging and you crank out 50 new blog posts a month, try writing no new blog posts a month, look at your old ones and refresh them. Or if you do paid advertising and you're continually trying to fine tune those campaigns, actually go spend 20, 30, 50 grand on a really crazy landing page video, kind of like Squatty Potty and what they did with the Harmon Brothers and just see what happens with the business, right? So what I mean is take the existing channels that you have, instead of do what used to work, try something new and drastic with those channels because you know those channels once worked for you. The question is, is how can you reignite them? Most people choose option A, which is just expand into more channels and you should do that as well. But the real solution that we've seen that works majority of the time for companies that are stuck is actually change up how you're leveraging the existing channels that used to drive most of your revenue. Yeah. And so what we're talking about here is also marketing one-on-one. It's ADA. So the ADA model, those of you that have seen Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, ADA means, so A stands for attention, I stands for interest, D stands for decision, and then A stands for action, right? So ADA. Now, the thing I want to call everyone's attention to is the A part. A is attention. How do you hook people in, right? Like, can you get someone's attention? How are you going to get their attention quickly? And so marketing is all about hooks at the end of the day. Neil just talked about the Squatty Potty video. So that's a unicorn pooping out rainbow ice cream. Now that's remarkable. People remember what with that looks sprinkles, like. With sprinkles. Are there sprinkles on it? I didn't see any sprinkles in the poop. Uh, there could be you got the wrong poop, man. That's the wrong poop. All right. <laughs> that's another ad. Maybe that's poopery or something. Who knows? But- Point is, the reason why Harmon Brothers do so well, they actually will make the video and they'll actually run the ads for you. And I actually remember a story where 
they did so well for one company and the company's like, whoa, 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 we don't have any more inventory anymore. Like we can't pay for it. They're like, tough luck, man. Like you're paid for performance with us. We're just going to keep ripping it. Right. So at least that's a story. I don't know if they actually did that, but I kind of like that story because it's like when your marketing's working so well and your production's having a hard time keeping up, like that's good marketing. Right. But I digress. So you got to think about how can you continue to hook people? And this is why, like, when you think about making a TikTok or when you think about making like a YouTube short or maybe your, your regular YouTube video, Mr. Beast, when he makes a video, it's all about jumping right into it. It's hooking. It's no like, hey, my name's Mr. Beast. You know, I'm from you know North Carolina or whatever. Like he doesn't actually talk like that, but you get my point. Get to the point. How do you hook people? When you do make like a short, you know, within a, like the first two or three milliseconds, you got to hook them in, right? So that means whatever your channel pl- that you're playing on, think about it's a different style of hooks, right? For like YouTube long form is different versus like short form. So keep that in mind. So that's one piece of it. The other piece is farming versus hunting. And so what Neil was talking about earlier with refreshing your content. And so oftentimes we think about, we got to go out there. We got to hunt. We got to hunt. We got to hunt. We got to go create new content all the time, right? There's like a new cow that we have to kill each time. Well, instead of doing that, why don't you just think about like harvesting the current crops that you have, farm what you have, and that's going to be easier than trying to like always refresh and come up with new stuff because that gets exhausting over time, right? So there's that. But just think about you have to continually refresh your hook. You have to refresh the angle. And also a mutual friend of ours, the Hermoses, you know, Alex wrote a book a couple of years ago called $100 million offers. Your offer matters a lot too. Your offer is actually something that can hook people too. Because if I said, hey, Neil, I will give you, you know, why don't you come over here? I'm going to give you like, you can stay at the St. Regis, okay? And you can stay in the presidential suite. And also, I'm also going to make your favorite food from your f- most favorite chef in the world. It's Michelin star chef. And also, you know, we're going to have like a rock band come in and it's going to be your favorite rock band. Like that's a nine star experience. That's such a damn good offer. And all I need from you, Neil, is I just need your email. Okay. That's like, Neil would be stupid not to do that, right? Like that's an insane, like nine star offer. So think about seven star offers, five star offers, nine star offers. Think about the ADA model. Think about farming versus hunting and think about your messaging too, changing up the headlines, changing up the sub headlines, because these are all the things that get people's attention and marketing is all about getting people's attention. Yep. No, you know, we, Eric and I have also talked about this. The simplest way to put it is zig when others zag, figure out how to stand out. These are all basic marketing concepts, but the big thing is if you're going to take away one thing from this video, look at your existing channels and how do you change them up? Adding new channels, yes, can help you get unstuck. But the bigger thing is, is your channels that were working aren't working. It's not because the audience isn't there. It's because you're doing the same thing everyone else is and they've gotten used to the tactic and the strategy that you're using for that channel. So you got to try something new. Dude, I'll leave you with one final thing for this podcast. So we've been getting, you know, some reviews recently talking about like, you know, the shortness of the episodes, which we've been doing for the last six, seven years or so. Right. And we started doing these reaction videos and I'll tell you what, we're actually going to go back and we're going to review kind of the analytics in a little bit in the next couple episodes. But the reaction videos that we do that are like 30 to 45 minutes, the performance is like astronomically better, right? But that's a function of us changing things up and zigging versus zagging on our own stuff, right? So sometimes you have to change up your own stuff as well, but we'll leave that for later. So don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and subscribe to us on YouTube as well if you want to watch some of the screen shares that we share sometimes. And we will see you later. We appreciate you joining us for this session of Marketing School. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit marketingschool.io for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to more episodes that will help you find true marketing success. That's marketingschool.io. 
Until next time, class dismissed. <laughs>